guys, brand new podcast. And I'm sitting here with my wife, Leanne, and we did the podcast together. We didn't expect it to be that way. She came out. I was on the treadmill, and it just started. And then we just hung out, and we talked. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, uh, I, I promote tour dates in there, but from everything else, just go to birdpurpurt.com. T-shirts. Know, T-shirts. And, uh, and, yeah, it's a good podcast. It's just me and my wife sitting in the back in the man cave after she put the kids to bed and just bullshitting about source energy. Yes. And... Uh, and my favorite podcast that I've done. And and just one story from me. And just one story about how Leanne ended up on the streets with a cat. In New York City. So that's the podcast today. Um, Joey Diaz is supposed to come by, but I have not heard from him. So uh, so we just ended up doing one because I promise you every Wednesday. Every Wednesday there will be a new podcast. And uh, next Wednesday is going to be a big one. I've got it already lined up, uh, I think. I'm not sure. I just texted someone in between uh, doing this podcast and recording this intro. And so next week's going to be great. I'll be in uh, Jersey, uh, San Diego, Boston. I'm going to be in London for uh, two weeks, a week and a half. So if you've got a gig in London, or if, you, if you're a guy in London and you want me to do a podcast with someone in London, hit me up. Uh, and that's it. Enjoy the podcast. No catch-up because the whole podcast is catch-up. So, uh, and by the way, hashtag Thomas Fat. Let's pray to God I keep this beard tomorrow, today. If you're listening to this right now, go over to Rogan's. Check out, see what happened at 1130 uh, Pacific Coast time. I am, uh, that's it. Enjoy the podcast, guys. Bye-bye. This is Hey, guys, what's up? It's me, Bert. Uh, and there is no intro this week. This is the podcast. It's going to be just me. I've had a fucking pretty chaotic week with this weight loss challenge. And so I... And so I figured I would, uh, I couldn't, uh, Joey was supposed to come by and, uh, he, I haven't heard from him. And so uh, you know what? I promise you a podcast every Wednesday and I'm not letting you down. So right now I'm on the treadmill cause weigh-ins are tomorrow at 1130. It is, uh, 10 o'clock at night. No, 930 at night. No word from Joey, but, uh, if he comes by, we'll just continue this. And I'll edit out the shit that I think is boring. So yeah, so today's weigh-ins. Oh, here comes my wife. Maybe she'll be on the podcast. Are the girls asleep? Oh, nice. Grab that mic right over there. All right, let's hop off the... Yeah, 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 yeah. And then will you throw your volume up to five on the top dial? Yeah. Yeah. Put it to five. Okay. Now talking to it. Hello. A little higher. Just Talk a titch higher? higher. You see the you see the levels right there? Yeah. Sorry, everybody. Right here? Yep. There you're talking Too great. loud? No, it's too loud when it starts blinking. Anyway, like I was saying, the weigh-ins today. Uh, weigh-ins today were at 11 o'clock at Rogan's studio. It was me and Tom. I kind of... Uh, I'm going to hop off the treadmill while we do this. Um, I did really good. 221 is a lot lower than I thought I'd be at. What did you think, Leanne? I thought you did amazing. Yeah. And especially with all this. You know what the thing that's bothered me about this whole fat shaming campaign? What? Is the fucking jerks. The people who just use it as an opportunity to say hateful things to get a response out of you. Yeah, talk. that's that's not cool. Like those people kind of drive me fucking nuts. And so in a weird way, I was like really proud of myself. But then you still get like a hateful comment. And you're like, 
Oh man, like are you that uncreative that all you can think to maybe get a response out of me is to say something hateful so that I respond what to you? What kind of hate? But you got hateful responses today? Yeah, I'm not even going to talk about it. I don't okay. even read Instagram posts anymore. Well, I don't I'm not even. Remember when you used to read Instagram comments? Yeah. That's yeah, why I'm not that. on your Twitter. I yeah, I, I blocked a bunch of people on Instagram. I was like, "You know what? I don't want you to see any part of my life if the way you look at my life is in like a really negative way." That's what I love about this podcast is that it's just positive. Like I, I'm sure that it's more positive when it's guests they love, like Art, like you know Steve and Ari. The other Not night. tonight. No, this is be good. I, I have a lot of fans <laughs> that love you. Let's let's see if we can maybe interview you and get to know you more. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Let's get to know Leanne. You guys want to get to know Leanne tonight? That sounded great. <laughs> so Leanne, where were you born? I was born. Talk in, closer to the mic. I was born in Carrollton, Georgia. In a hospital? Yes. Were you really? Yeah. Of okay. course. Well, I didn't know. It was the 70s. Well, I'm not. dad wasn't born in a hospital, right? <laughs> yes, he was born in a hospital. Your dad was born in a hospital? I don't know. I really, actually, I don't know. Was your mom born in a hospital? I actually, I don't know. I think so. Maybe. But I don't know. Um, I can't say for sure. And so, uh, how big was the town you, you were born in Carrollton, but you lived in Bowden. How big was the town you lived in? 1,800 people. 1,800 people? 1,800. Still about that same size. Yes. What would you say is the difference between a town of 1,800 people versus a big city? Other than, do you like, do you really know everybody? Yeah, pretty much. Really? Yeah, pretty much everybody. If I don't know them, per like exactly, I know who they are. Really? Like I know who they're related to, who, who they're fan, who they belong to, you know. And how many, how, what percentage of the people in that town were you related to? I would say a very high percentage, but I don't know percentage wise. I know I had like three options for a boyfriend in high school and they were, they were like it. No other options. Really? Yeah. It was small. It was a great place to grow up. But, I, you know, I didn't live there entirely. I lived in Atlanta, too, with my mom. So I think that's why I ended up moving out. Do you, I know a lot about you, obviously, being your husband. You do? But there's some good stories about you that I like, that I always find curious. Like uh, the time, I mean, you don't have to talk about any of this. I can edit all this out. But like the time that you got uh, kicked out of your apartment. In New York, and you, all you had was a cat? Yes. Do you want to tell everyone that story? Sure. I was living in New York. My mom was married to her fourth husband, mm -hmm. and he was a very kind, very gracious man. Is this the guy that... What? No, the... Never mind. The Hawaii? No, no, never mind. What are you talking I'm about? Trying, I'm talking codes. I don't know if you want to share all these details. I don't details, know what that but code is. Like, uh... Never mind. Don't worry yes, about it. Yes, that she was going to do that too. Yeah, yeah. Yes, okay, that's thank the same you. guy. Okay. So uh, he offered me a great opportunity to move to New York. and uh, He was a rich dude. Uh, yes, he was. And uh, he was like, I'll pay your rent. You pay for everything else for six months. And when, you know, they'll give you enough time to get on your feet, which was really kind. Except that that meant in my mom's mind that my apartment was her apartment. So, because he was paying for it, he was paying for it, and it was her husband. So, she decided to revive her modeling career. At what age? How was she? Forty-three. Uh, okay, that really—that's young. Yeah, well, she was twenty when she had me. I was twenty-three when I moved to New York. Jesus, that's really young. She's, she's so she was younger than me than I am now because I'm forty-six. Ooh, wow. So at forty-three, she decided she wanted to, you know. She was the highest paid model in Atlanta for like nine years 
like really? legitimately a really successful model in Atlanta. And she did some runway modeling in Italy when I was a kid. So she wanted to, you know, go back into modeling. So she moved into my studio apartment with me because it was her apartment. And, um, that must have been comfortable. It was awful. <laughs> it was awful. Uh, so, so yeah, we got in an argument about, um, integrity and lying. And, uh, she was asking me to lie about something I wasn't comfortable lying about. So you're not a liar. No, I'm not a liar. For you're sure. to the almost to the fault. Absolutely, because, because you she, share truths with people that they don't want to hear. Well, only if they ask me. Yeah, but a lot of times you don't like. That, that's one of the things that my sisters had to learn to love about you is that you don't lie. And in our family, we'd rather lie to each other than tell each other the truth. Yeah, I don't understand that. I, I don't. I don't like that. Really. Not really, no. Do you think I've ever lied to you? Probably. About what? Like in that way? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like in the way you're talking about is in your family dynamic? So like if I said, if you said, you hey, how's this jacket look on me? And I say, good. You wouldn't say good. You'd go. No, nah, I don't like look, it. Yeah, you don't yeah. like it. But yeah. But i go, good. Yeah, you probably. Because you just bought the jacket. And then I don't want you to feel bad about spending money on a jacket that doesn't look good on you. Yeah, but my perspective is I don't want you walking out of the house looking bad. No, I understand that, but... So I'd rather tell you and have you look good, no? <laughs> I don't no, know. No, I do not get your brain. <laughs> I'd rather, like, if you say, how do I look, honey? I go, great. If you go, which shoes, I'll be honest with you. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I ask you, do these shoes look good? And you tell me no. You go, oh, those don't work. Uh, you've done that before. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the question was, have you ever lied to me in that capacity? Yeah. And I think you probably have. Oh, definitely. Yeah, for sure. All the time. I know daily. Whenever you're you like, do I I'm... need plastic surgery? And I'm like, no. Shut up. When you um, say, I think you're perfect. I don't think you need to lose weight. I think you're totally lying. No, I like you a little sloppy. Uh, shut up. <laughs> um, so then you got kicked out with your cat? So I got kicked out. I had a cat. And uh, I didn't really have anywhere to go. So I just kind of bopped around from friend's lobby to lobby to apartment. To like Miss, one, one girl was like Miss United, United States or something? Miss Georgia. Miss Georgia. Was, she kind of took me in. She was awesome. She and I were in acting class together because I was in acting school in New York. Mm-hmm. And um, she said, you just come crash with me. I stayed with her for about 10 days, and she uh, was a dancer. Uh, Stripper? Like, no. She danced on Broadway, but she was like a chorus dancer. Yeah. So, one Would you her- do porn to support our family? Me? Yeah. Nah. Why not? Who wants to see me in a porn? Nobody. I do. No. I well, kind of would. But you don't have to see me No, but would, you do, would you do porn? porn? would you do porn to support your family? No, I don't think so. What would you do? What would I do to support my family? Yeah. Wait tables, maybe? Yeah, but what if they were like, hey, we can pay you... 10 times what you'd get waiting tables if you just blow this dude one time no no can do i would you would oh. okay then i'll let you do porn if we ever get if Wait, it ever gets to that point why would you ever want to do porn i don't know for the artistic like just to be out there oh really grimes grimes one time my buddy grimes cannon i shouldn't say his name but whatever i've already said it he was like, uh, he's like, oh, I'd do porn if they didn't show my face. I go, no shit, Grimes. We'd all do porn if they don't show our faces. <laughs> I don't think I would do it if they didn't show my face. No. It would be, I think it would be very sexy. Anyway, keep going. Anyway, I don't know what I was talking about. You were talking about Miss Georgia. Oh, so Miss Georgia took me in. I crashed on her couch, and one of her friends was a rocket, 
and she lived up 125th and Riverside, way up, upper west side. Yeah. And she was moving in with her boyfriend, so she offered to let me sublet her apartment. So that's how I kind of got on my feet. But oh, yeah, nice. my mom kicked me out. What don't I know about you? I don't know. What don't you know about me? Every, you know everything about me. I think me. I may know just about everything. There may be some hidden stories you haven't told me, but they're hidden from you. Yeah. They're not hidden from me. <laughs> do you know what I mean? What questions do you? What, what question would you want to ask me right now if you were interviewing me? What question do you think is interesting to someone who listens to the podcast who doesn't? Who you're, you may may not know something about me? You know what's really interesting to me is a lot of people ask me if you're funny all the time. I'm not funny at all. That is the number one question that fans ask me. He, he, he must be so funny all the time. And I'm I not really funny go, at all. He's the most regular guy. And on the other side of that, he's very neurotic. Like, you're a very neurotic guy. And I never that, really saw myself as neurotic until recently I've noticed how neurotic I am. Yeah, you're a little bit neurotic. You definitely – but here's the thing. I don't mean that negatively at all. Yeah. It is the reason you're a really good comic. It's because when you like define my neuroses, like what are things that <gasps> black sales, new black sales, black sales. I'm so excited. Um, define my neuroses. If you, if someone, if you were talking to a therapist and they're like, "So I'm about to meet this uh, your new client or my new client, your husband, Bert Kreischer. Tell me something about your husband, but real quick before we start. Well, I would tell them that you um, have anxiety issues. Yeah. That you um, have a little bit of OCD. Yeah. That um, you are very self-focused. What is it? What do we call it? It's called... Narcissism. Primary narcissism. Primary narcissism. Primary narcissism. It's when you're focused like a child. Like you don't realize that there are other people in the room. It's like a developmental issue. Like you never grew up in a certain Didn't you say, I cast a large wake? Is that what you said? Uh, I don't it might know. be Andre Vincent that said that. I don't know that, that I, I said it. you cast a large law, but I've I have said that you take up a lot of space, and that like you take up a lot of space in the room. So sometimes there's there's just a, a whole lot of Bert, which yeah. is which is fine. I I'm fine with it's like that. The first time we went to dinner with that couple, that couple That's that used right. to live above us, yeah. And you were like, and I was like, that was a great night. And you're like, yeah, they didn't speak at all. <laughs> Could you like, talk the whole night? Yeah, and I was like, no shit. And no one talked but you. <laughs> yeah. But I'm the most entertaining person there. That's what I, I don't understand sometimes. Well, sort of. But the, no, 100%. No, no, sort of. Oh, 100%. But no, but that's not entirely fair. Almost 95%. But how would you know? If you don't let them speak, because that might I be do really this entertaining. Li- no, probably not. Usually they're, they, uh, I mean, if we're going out on a double date, I'll give everyone feelers. Like I'll read them. Well, entertaining and interesting are two different things, right? Uh, if we're not mista- if I'm not mistaken, the next time we went out to dinner with the guy, that couple, I allowed them to speak, and she started. Cr- she told a story and started crying in the middle of dinner. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, and that was my feelers. But feeling wasn't around. that entertaining? <sighs> she was very entertaining. She was very very entertaining. Did her dad die at that Gelson's? Her dad died at a Gelson's in the parking lot. What? That was the story she told. I didn't know her dad died in the Gelson's parking lot. Probably because he lived in the valley. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, this is an insider's podcast. You got to know all our friends to know who these people well, are. I don't even know who do you think those out. If, if we got a divorce, what friends would I keep and what friends would you keep, do you think? I don't know. I'd get Tom and Push. You'd probably get Tom and Push, but I'd get Tom and Sandy. 
Okay, never mind. This game's over. <laughs> um, were you shocked when you saw how much buns weighed? Yeah, I was. I was. He. I mean, he looks. He's lost a lot of weight. That's really great. He has lost a lot of weight. Yeah, good for him and good for you too because. The, the the you really I've never cared about how much you drink. I don't care about what you eat. I just care about if you're healthy. Yeah, that's all I've ever cared about. I don't care what you look like. I just want you to be healthy. And you definitely were not healthy at at two fifty six or whatever you. I were. was not healthy. So I, I don't think how you got from two fifty six to here is necessarily healthy either. Well, as find, far as if you had to describe, if you had to describe my uh, lifestyle for the past month, what would you say? Neurotic. <laughs> Neurotic. Obsessive compulsive. For real? Yes. You spend hours on the treadmill. Hours on the treadmill. Hours on the treadmill. Hours. At least two hours on the treadmill. Oh, at least. Yeah. At least two hours a day. Oh, at least. Sometimes up to five. And then you're so controlling about what you eat, which is honestly what you had to do to get from A to B. Totally great. Yeah. But you just cannot live on that few calories indefinitely. You can for a month or yeah. maybe maybe even three months. Or you something. can for a month. I did it. You did. Absolutely. I'm but- a little nervous about uh, tomorrow because, uh, well, if anyone's listening to this, they already know what happened. But I don't know if I can go as hard as I did today for the first weigh-in tomorrow. It depends on what that weight is when I get on the scale first thing in the morning. What I see on that scale, that will inspire me. Because if I'm in, if I'm within reach of the brass ring, mm-hmm. then I'm fucking I'm there. I don't think you need to worry about it. I think it's okay. If I lose my beard? Yeah, I think it's okay if you lose your beard. Really? Yeah, it'll you be still cool. You think I'm attractive? Of course. I'm gonna look like a fat fuck. No, you won't. Yes, I will. No, you won't because you're not a fat fuck. So yeah, but my face will just look fucking cherubic. Well, only for a week or so, and then then the beard will grow back. You think? Yeah, absolutely. What if I get alopecia and it just doesn't start growing back? Alopecia. Alopecia. <laughs> anyway, so where do we take the podcast from this direction? We've we've I think we've gone pretty good. Would you stop watching TV? I'm not watching TV. I'm watching you watch TV in the reflection of the door behind me. No, you're watching TV. I I'm can watching. See you. I'm trying to see the date that Black Sale starts. So you are watching TV. I'm just watching for the date. And there you are. Saying you're not a liar. I'm not watching TV, though. I'm just watching for... For everyone who's uh, ever wondered... January 29th. January 29th is Black Sales, everybody. The final season. Is it really? That's what it says, the final season. Well, yeah, they've got to die. Yeah. You know? I guess so. It's part of the gig. Are you worried about death? No. Are you? Come on. No, I'm not worried about death. Why would I worry about death? I'm 46. Okay. Are you worried about death? Yeah. Why? I'm always worried about death. I'm worried about death flying to New Jersey. Well, what next are you week. worried about? Just dying. I don't want to die. Like dying on a plane? No, just dying in general. I don't want to die at all. You know I, this about me. Yeah, I know, but I don't think you're going to die. Well, I'm just worried about dying in general. Like the idea of death. Like when you start hanging out with, like, I don't know. I don't want to get too sullen about it, but like I think about it a lot. Why do you think about it a lot? I don't know. Maybe it's because I've been living unhealthy. Maybe. Maybe I, I feel really good about myself now. Well, good. So I wonder if maybe I'll feel better about death in maybe. these next couple of months. Maybe. Maybe it'll dissipate a bit. Yeah. Your fear of death. Maybe. You think I can maintain this lifestyle? I don't think you can maintain what you've done for this month. But you, I think, no, you think I can maintain like a healthy lifestyle? 
I think that you you have done it before several times. Yeah. But something derails you. So if but what derails that, me? I'll tell you what was derailing you the past several times was being on the road with Travel Channel. Really? Yes, because your modus operandi was get through the day so I could party with my crew. So well, hold on, let's let's redefine that, okay? Because I think now we're getting somewhere interesting. I'm oh, my story team. about being kicked out in New York wasn't interesting. No, but I think you're right. I think anyone who knows me knows that the reason, like, the reason I gained weight was being on Travel Channel. It was a hundred percent. It was complete unhealthy lifestyle. A hundred percent. It was unhealthy mentally, emotionally, and physically. It was like now. Don't get me wrong. I loved it. It was a blast. Some of it was a blast. You hated it. I hated it. I absolutely hated it. But for you, I could see what parts of it were great. Mm-hmm. But I only really heard the disaster catastrophe portions of it. Well, no, you. that was because I was doing stuff on a daily basis. I was living bucket list, bucket list adventures three times a day within yes. a 10-hour span. And then often getting on a plane that I didn't that didn't have the safety regulations that planes in the states had and then flying to an island or getting in a helicopter yeah, or know. getting in a like and so I think I just I just it was it was like a coping mechanism. Yes, absolutely. It was a coping mechanism. You would you would just it was like you how you marked things. Like if I I just got to get to dinner. That's and then what, everybody by the way, by the way, has to go to dinner. That's what I'm doing with, with his diet. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I did today. Like, I got on the treadmill and I said, I can't have water until I get to Rogan's. Mm-hmm. And I went, wow, that's easy. Two hours until I have a glass of water. Right. Sometimes I don't even remember to have a glass of water by then. Right. And then I go, and then I got to Rogan's and we ended up doing 24 minutes before we had water and I was dying. Okay, so maybe that is helpful if you use it for good, you know, for I do good. that with drinking on pl- with not drinking on planes is mm-hmm. I go... Let me just get to the part where we're up in the air, and then I, I'll get a drink if I want one then. And then a lot of times I do these baby steps, and I don't drink on planes. So you set parameters for yourself. I go, you know what? No drink before takeoff. Right. I'm going to just drink. As soon as we get up to cruising altitude, I'll allow myself a drink then. Like right. if it's a long day of flying, right. I'll do that. Right. But then sometimes I, I do parameters in the other way, and I go, let me take a Xanax six hours before my flight. <laughs> and then when I start drinking, it'll be out of my system, but it'll still be residual enough that I'll sleep really hard. Right. So then let's let's talk about this then. Before this weight loss challenge started, yeah. how were you Ooh. eating? What? It was a bottomless pit. I couldn't fill the void. That, I yeah. could not fill the void with vodka, with... I couldn't feel anything. Why? I don't know. I could not feel anything. Now, are you feeling things now? Or are you just feeling, or have you filled the void instead of with food, you filled the void with not food? I don't know. I don't know. I could not, I remember at Thanksgiving, I could not get enough vodka out of the bottle. Like That's I was really like, kind of scary. But no, hold on. But that, that vodka is the example I'm using. Uh-huh. Like, but it was this way with everything. Maybe use mashed potatoes as the example because that's less scary. <laughs> no. I'm, uh, it's a little scary me. to hear your husband say I could not get enough vodka out of the bottle. No, but it was like I'd have a drink and I just wouldn't get a buzz. And then I'd, I'd eat fucking food and I wouldn't, be hung, I wouldn't be full. And I was like – I just was like empty. I was like I couldn't fill the void. I'd have two cigars. 
I like everything was I, nothing was enough. Nothing was enough. So do you think sleeping was enough? I wake up and I go, I'm still tired. Mm-hmm. I didn't get any sleep last night. Nothing was filling me. And then this morning I woke up and I felt really fucking fantastic. And then today I had lunch and I was like, wow, that was a lot. I, I, I had, by the way, I had maybe, maybe two strips of chicken mm-hmm. with onions, jalapenos, peppers, and, uh, and a handful of spinach and cabbage. And I was like, ooh, that was a lot. And then when you guys got drinks at the – if we went to a skating rink, like we went ice skating today, if we went to a skating rink when I was 256, I would have gotten something to eat. Yes. I would have gotten something to eat and a Diet Coke, definitely. Yep. yep. And if they – and by the way, this is what's crazy is today we walked through that bowling alley and they had cocktails. And usually those kind of bars are my favorite bars in the entire fucking world. Yeah. Like a bar in a bowling alley is yeah. my favorite bar because I go – who goes to drink there? Like, who goes to... You're hiding. If you go to a bowling alley <laughs> bar, you're fucking hiding. Me and Croy, that was our favorite bars to go to. We did, like, an exploration in L.A. One of the best bars in the world is in that hotel on 3rd. It's probably destroyed now. What hotel on 3rd? I think I, I'm sure I took you there. On 3rd Street? On 3rd Street. And what? 3rd and what? Hang on. It's 3rd. It was by our old, our old apartment. Georgia's... Uh, tagging people on Instagram now? Yeah, right now. Um, I'm taking her phone. She's in bed just texting. I'm taking her phone away. Yeah, um, but there was a, there's a hotel on Third in between like like before uh, Pan Pacific Park. You know that hotel on Third. On Third, no. Anyway, there's a bar there, and Croy and I went there one time. For those of you who don't may or may not remember, Croy's my buddy who passed away. I had the dream about him. I read some of his poetry on a solo podcast one time. But we used to go there because his thoughts were, who goes here? Like, you must really not want anyone to see you drinking if you go there. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's where you want to go drink. Right. It's where the people don't want anyone to see them. Right. And like those that bowling alley bar, no one's finding you in there. Mm. And so I – but but – those always, I always get like a flutter in my heart when I see those because I go, ooh, I wouldn't mind going and get one cocktail. I don't, I don't, would never do it really like today, but definitely today I was like, no, thank you. I am focused. I got to lose weight. Like that's what my brain was. So maybe you just have to always have a goal or something. It's having a purpose. Having, being accountable or. It's made my Instagram a lot of fun to use. Like I've never really fucked around with Instagram and I've gotten probably 20,000 followers on Instagram just because I've had a really good time posting on instagram like uh, this it's been fun to like create videos the same thing with the vlog when i was doing the vlog i had a purpose i was like driven i loved that vlog i loved editing that vlog yes you did and then one day it just i realized i wasn't living a genuine life anymore well it was kind of constant and it and it involved uh not directly but indirectly our house and or our family it was a lot. Yeah. So it was just kind of it was just it was just very constant. It's not like you went to an office and shot a vlog and edited a vlog and then came home. That would be nice. It it was all here, so it just was it was a little all encompassing a bit. Yeah, I feel a lot better. Tomorrow's going to be interesting because what's I'm in a very restrictive uh, place, like meaning like I'm not allowing myself things. Right. And I think that's the I get the buzz off not allowing my thing self things. Yes. And tomorrow we're getting pizza. We are? No, me, Tom, and Joe, and Jamie are getting pizza. Oh, uh, who's Jamie? Jamie is... Uh, Joe's dude. Yeah. 
and uh, I can promise you. You'll be destroying some pizza. Well, you shouldn't because it'll make you sick. I mean, you've been eating so clean. If you eat a whole need, shit need, ton of pepperoni pizza. Piece, I need a piece of okay, pizza. Okay, a piece, but don't just pace yourself. He's also getting wings. Oh, God. You're going to be sick as a damn dog. I wouldn't be. Do you remember the last time when I lost all that weight and then, uh-huh. I, and then I ate like uh-huh. crazy? Do you remember where I was? No. You don't? No. In Italy. Do you remember when I got oh, so fucking sick in Italy? Oh, you really sick. Yep. So don't do that again. I ate like a fucking king. I was like, I deserve this. Don't do that again. Have one piece of pizza. Wow. All right. What do you think to yourself when you make yourself breakfast? Me? Yeah. Nothing. I don't think anything. Do you, go, do you, do you get excited for breakfast? Yes, I love breakfast. But you have the same thing every day. I do. Just, well, all their variations. Okay. <laughs> one egg with salt and pepper, one egg with pepper and salt. <laughs> yeah. A piece of toast. Yeah, or. An English muffin. Or. Fruit. Or. A bagel. Yeah, see, lots of variations. Do you, do you go to, what will I have today? No. Sometimes I, I want to put spinach in it, but I just get too lazy. Just too lazy. <laughs> But I like I, spinach and stuff. I do too. Spinach is good. What's the best thing I've ever made to eat? I don't know. You make some really good pasta. Oh, I miss pasta. You make really good pasta. I haven't had pasta. And you make forever. every meat you you cook is really good. Really? Yep. You cook really good meat. You're that very big good. Green cook. egg is fucking amazing. If you guys don't have a big green egg, grab one. I mean, they're expen- they're kind of expensive, but I got one as a present, so I, I shouldn't say everyone grab one, but. It's- that big green egg is fucking phenomenal. So is the Green Mountain Grill. Yeah, the Green, green Mountain, Mountain Grill, Grill is awesome. Is um, Brett Baker? Yep, sent it to us, and it's really, really great. We talked about that on Rogan's podcast today. It's got these pellets, and you just put the pellets in, and they just feed right into the smoker, and it just—it's effortless. It's effortless. It's completely effortless. You just set it and forget it. That's I think great. that's a catchphrase. Someone already is it. Yeah. Okay. Set it and forget it. Set it and forget it. Uh, is that did a Ronco phrase? No. Did you? I think it was one of those. Did, I saw the movie Joy. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen it. Oh, that woman's fucking fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Tell everyone about the "You Are a Badass" book. Oh, I love that book. Tell everyone about it. It's a book you love, and you're reading to me because you know I won't read it. That's right. I'm for. I'm force feeding Bert. So you tell are me about a badass. It. You know, I really believe. That you can change, people can change how they think about life. Because I changed how I thought about life. I was young. When I did it, I was in my 20s. But I think you can really elevate yourself to like a higher level of thinking and living. Yeah. But it is not without teaching. It's not without effort. Okay. And so I, I did a lot of that work when I was in my 20s. And I just ran across this book, came across this book. I picked it up and flipped through it. And I loved this woman's voice. What's her name? Jen. Who? The woman that wrote You Were a Badass? Yes. Yeah, this is where this is where we diverge, is that Leanne was reading the book to me, and I was loving it. And then I found out it was a woman that wrote it, and I couldn't. So misogynistic. I couldn't get so into it. So incredibly misogynistic. Well, no, but it, but, it all, but it, was, it made sense. Her wants were very feminine. Well, yeah, but she she's kind of a dude. Yeah, uh, she is kind of a like, dude, but her wants were very feminine. Yes, but she's like she's very kind of 
dude. Like one of the ones that I heard was like, do you want to have, do you want to have sex with the hot guy? And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I was like, is this guy gay? And you were like, no, it's a woman. And I was like, ugh. Yeah, I don't know why you had such an adversity that this information was coming from a woman. No, it was that. It was just that it was like I was noticing, I was picking up on feminine wants or feminine drives. And I was like, these are a little, they're ringing a little weird to me that this guy's like talking about yoga class. And, and like, and I was like, God, man, this guy's pretty open. And then it was one of the things like hook up with a hot dude, the hot guy in yoga class. And I was like, ugh, I can't. Like, but then, but I still like the book. I still like the book. Yeah. 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 I know you still like. But what the book. drives men and what drives women are very different. Well, of course, what drives them are different. But kind of what makes your brain function may not be so different. No. It may not be so different. So, so the book really is about, I guess, being really honest with yourself about who you are and what you want and what limitations you put on yourself. To not achieve those things, you know. That's what it is. And the biggest thing I've pulled out of it is called source energy. Yes. Everybody has a source energy. That's like when you are at your your purest self, really. And when you connect to that part of who you are, it's uh, you, you become like everything is effortless. Everything is effortless, even the hard stuff. And some things are hard, are difficult. But they feel effortless when you're in that kind of source energy mindset. What's your source energy? What's mine? Yeah. Me? It's you. It's all No, what's your source energy? I don't know. I think... I know my source energy. Mine is being outside and walking around outside. Mine is winters and hoodies walking around LA. Mine is sitting outside. And sometimes I... If I can nap outside, oh, that's just the best. Do you remember when you used to sleep naked outside? Yes. And those days are gone. Yes. I guess because we have kids, probably. Yes. Mostly. Yes. I like to be outside and sleep outside. Yeah, that that I never got. That you used to sleep. You used to go camping. But camping for you was just going to sleep on the grass. Yeah, that's right. On the ground. And that's very source energy to me, too. And being in a river or a lake. Not the ocean as much. Oh, the ocean source energy to me. Yes, it is. The ocean is hardcore source energy to me. Yes, it is. Lakes and rivers are not technically. Oh. I think mostly because I grew up in Florida and we always had the fear of alligators. Right. So like you're always like, yeah, that river's great. Stay the fuck out of it. Yes. Keep an eye out for an alligator. And you grew up where there's no alligators or so you think. And so <laughs> and so rivers and you love them. I love the river. Love it. So, um, yeah, I think it's been a great book. I've enjoyed reading it with you so that to I, me to you well it's really with you because you're processing it as i'm reading it so i'm just you know reading it technically but it's been really cool to watch you kind of go oh i understand what that means oh i, I don't really saying. listen very well like as you read it i still kind of like fade in and out and go and like daydream yeah which is part of i guess which is why school is so fucking hard for me because i daydream hard as shit mm-hmm. like i can't i like to the point where I like I move my mouth sometimes. Yeah. And talk, have conversations with other people as you read it. And you're like, are you not listening? <laughs> yeah, I know. But that's, again, why you're such a good comic. It's because you can go to places in your imagination most people don't go. Yeah, so. I live in those places. I got to post this podcast tonight and I don't want to. Why? I'm so tired. Do you think it's lame? No, I think it's I don't think it's the best one I've ever done. But I think it's I think it's interesting. 
This is for the mega fan. The mega fan. Yeah, like for someone who's like, like no, 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 no. I like Leanne. There are a lot of women that listen to this podcast that love you. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm so out of the loop. You genuinely are. I am really out of the loop. I have no Twitter account. I listen to two podcasts. <laughs> I'm terrible. What are your podcasts you listen to? Serial. Serial and... I can't remember the name of the other one. Um, Legion of Skanks. No. What's that? You don't listen to... Le- I thought you listened to Legion of Skanks. No, I don't know what that is. What is joking. that? joking. It's Big J Orkison's podcast. Oh. You, don't, you definitely don't listen to Legion of Skanks. I would think Legion of Skanks would be women. Yeah. I've never heard of men as skanks. I don't think he's. I don't think they're referring to themselves. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're talking about women. I think so. Being skanks. I'm imagining. That's not cool. It's. Not, <laughs> but yeah, it's not. But it's okay if you call yourself a skank, but you shouldn't call another. Dave Vitell's David Vitell's album was called Skanks for the Memories. Yeah, but that's different. That's not the skank. same. What a weird. What a great word. Skank. Skank. It's. It kind of. Makes you think it smells bad, doesn't it? Skanks, yeah. It's kind of smelly. Like, like, who do you think would if they did a movie? If they did a movie called Skank, who do you think would play Skank? Some slutty looking hoe bag that Rebel smells Wilson? bad. No, she's too funny. She no, but no, but she could pull off a skank. Well, yeah, if it was really no, skanks are skanks are like skanks. Are, I take that back. Skanks are like are like they're like they once were hot. But they're they're road hard and put away wet. Oh yeah, 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 exactly. They're like retired strippers. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see if when you Google skank, what comes up? Oh boy. Um. It's probably some like random tool. Some rando. Some random tool that you use in like plumbing. A skank is a. I can't, my brain is not working. So what was the best podcast you'd say you've ever done? The best one ever? A sleazy or unpleasant person. Uh-huh. Actually, it could be it's on a guy or a girl. Person. Yeah. Hmm. I've never said he's a skank, though. Have you? can apply to any race, but it's most commonly used to describe white trash. You know that girl, Crystal? She's a total skank. Yeah, see? I've never... I've always oh, it's a f- term for a promiscuous female. Yeah, I've never. That's the way I think of it. Is is a promiscuous female? Skank. Yeah. Um, best podcast you've ever done. Best podcast I've ever done, like that I've I've been a part of. Well, no, of, of the Burt cast. <sighs> I mean, I'd say the one with Bill and Tom was really great. Yeah. Although, although, although. I don't. I mean, I don't know either of them would say that, but I I really enjoyed it. Okay. But I don't need much out of things. Like I don't need to be funny in a podcast. Like I can just enjoy. Oh well, end of the world podcast is probably the best podcast I've ever been a part of. Yeah. That's the best thing I've ever been a part of. That it was li- literally absolute fucking insanity. However, um, like I said, I don't need to be funny in a podcast. Mm-hmm. Like I don't walk away from a podcast going, I didn't do that good. I always go. Yeah, I was there. That's part of it. That's part of the podcast. Right. Like I, the first time I did Rogan, I thought, I thought I don't, I didn't do that well, and everyone's like, that was fantastic, and I was like, oh, I guess you just need to listen and yes. just be a part of a conversation. That's right. You don't need to be on. Like I, sometimes you have guy, I hear guys that are on, yeah. on podcasts, and I go boring. I was like, oh, that's not what I'm looking for. No. I'm looking for truth and honesty. 
who wants to listen to that? You know, to somebody who's just on. That's why you. The, the, that's the thing about podcasts is you feel like you're like a fly on the wall while listening to a real conversation. That's why virtual reality will be so cool when they get it when they get the streams up, uh-huh. so that you can throw on those goggles and hang out in the fucking man cave in the man cave and be sitting in that chair right. and just disappearing. Just oh yeah, that'd be awesome. This is badass. Totally badass. Um, what was your hardest? One was the most difficult. I've got a handful of ones. Yeah, of people I did not want to speak to. Really? Yeah. Do you want to say them out loud? No. Oh. They know. People that listen know. Where I was just like, I was like, Grr. I was like, I was like, I don't know. I did it, and I, maybe I needed a guest, or I I was doing it as a favor, and I just was like, Oof. which one were you most surprised by? My most surprise. This is a good line of questioning. Is you interviewing me? Um, well, it's all about you, baby. I was probably most surprised. You know, Shane Moss. Yeah. Shane Moss just caught me off guard as one of the funniest fucking guys alive. That's cool. And I could not stop fucking laughing at him. Um, Kyle Kinane was really funny. Kyle's different because he's like a little prickly. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't like he totally wants to do the podcast and he's into doing it, but you know he's just very like surly, um, huh. but not in a bad way. He was very friendly, but like that was an interesting podcast too. Tommy Jonigan was an interesting podcast uh, because I, I thought because he doesn't he doesn't understand podcasting totally. I mean he understands it. He's not an idiot, but he's more like a radio guy. And so he's all ready for the bit, but he, and he just opened up so fucking much. I was like blown away. Awesome. Um, let me see who else. I'll go through and tell you. Wow, my fucking eyes are going big. You need some readers. I need some readers. Um, my podcasts. Well, I wonder if my podcast with H three Productions came out today. I would probably already know that. Um, Doug Benson and I did a podcast about roller coasters one day. You did? That was a really good one. Yeah. Owen Benjamin. Oh, oh, the first time Owen Benjamin came over, I was blown away by how fucking honest he was. Like how unfiltered and honest he was. About what? About everything. About his belief that Brazilians can't get AIDS and, or, or uh, not Brazilian, yeah, Brazilian, yeah, Brazilians, and they have big dicks. Like that one caught me off. Like he, he, that first time I hung out with him, I was like, Danish and O'Neill were a big one. Danish and O'Neill were fucking monsters. Yes, they fucking came in and they owned it. I really enjoyed that. But then, like the guy, the 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 redneck comedy tour or well read comedy tour, like we got off to a really rocky start and then we had a fucking blast. Yeah, like that was an interesting podcast. Like we got off to a really rocky start because I told them that Donald Trump was going to win. Yes. And they got really upset. Well, not all of them, but uh, one of them got really upset and was like, you really believe that? You really believe that? And I was <laughs> like, yeah, I really believe that. I really believe that. And my point was, I, I go out in this country all the fucking time. I spend time with people in this country. I spend more time with people in this country than I do with people in LA. And I, But I spend equal amount of time, mm-hmm. and I know how people in this country feel, and they did not feel like fucking Hillary Clinton. Right. That was one of the. That was one of the most interesting. Such a shame. Well, you know, give him a chance. 
give him a chance. He seems like he's doing great work, doesn't it? Though, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love his. I love that he keeps tweeting. I give him two years. It makes me so excited that he tweets. Yeah, it makes me so fucking that he excited. tweets ahead of himself that he gets pissed and says wrong shit and has to apologize. I love it. Yeah, he doesn't apologize. He doesn't, I'm sorry, he's you're changed, right. He's he changed doesn't this, apologize. The social dialogue for social justice warriors. It's ridiculous. No apologies anymore. Fuck apologies. That's it. They're out. You notice no one's apologized for anything since fucking Trump's been elected? They're apologizing once a week with Obama. I'm being serious. I believe you, but I don't necessarily think that's a good thing. That's not a good thing. Well, well, I think that it just got out of control. Everyone was giving false apologies. Well, yeah, the apology has to be warranted and sincere. Yeah, and a lot of people are going, yeah, yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn from this. I'm going to move forward. Mm-hmm. Billy Bush was the last one. Yeah. Billy Bush, he's the last fucking soldier, the last bastion of political correctness. Oh, wow. Back when the fucking PCs were running the shit, and Billy Bush, all he said was, meet the Donald. That's all he said. Of course, he was kind of coaxing him to grab her by the pussy, but <laughs> I wonder what Billy Bush is going to do right now. I don't know. Crazy world. We'll see where it ends up. Did right? you know he was a Bush? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that's how he got his job. That his fucking yeah grandfather well. was G- big big Bush. Did you see how old George Bush uh, the, the younger one looks? G Dub. I think he's sick. Uh, I think he's something's wrong too. Yeah, he ain't all there. I think he's sick. I think he's got something. Yeah, he's. You think not. that's from alcohol? Maybe I should quit drinking. I don't Maybe I know. should quit drinking. Maybe I should fuck the system and quit drinking, quit telling the machine story, and just tell Christian comedy. Yeah, totally Christian. Go all the way, babe. Yeah. Wear a white suit on stage. Totally. Brooks Brothers. No, like a yeah, Brooks Brothers suit and be like, Hi y'all. Pull your britches up to your waist. I talk my wife says britches. Yeah. Who likes butter? <laughs> Damn butter's being good. When I, I spread me some butter on some toast, hooey. Butter be good. I, I tell you right now, it's soaking through the bread, soaking through the bread like a like a like a like a, a silk dress on a summer morning. <laughs> this is my impression of your family. Hey, no, I'm kidding. Your family doesn't sound like that at all. They don't sound hey, like boy. that. They they sound like hey, that. They sound like that. What you doing? Yeah, what you doing? Where you been, boy? Um, like that. Yeah. All right. Do we have anything else we want to cover? I don't know. Do we have anything else we want to cover? Uh, Weigh-ins are tomorrow. How do you think I'm going to do? I think you're going to do great. You think so? Yeah. i got to get some rest. I'm fucking exhausted. Are I'm you? I'm going to get some... Yeah, I'm How long asleep. did we talk? 44 minutes. Oh, that's not very long. I know. Well, tell us something Tell us something shocking. Cheap. Something shocking? Yeah. I get don't some know numbers shocking. This bitch. Some numbers. The secret is... I don't have a secret. <laughs> well, um, so guys... I promise it every Wednesday. This is Wednesday, and this is my promise. I'll keep to this promise. Um, next week, I will have. Uh, I hope I'll have a guest. I don't know. This is going to be tough. I, we're 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 moving forward in this podcast, and we were beginning to monetize it. And with that, I will be focused on who I bring in and uh, and make sure that um, that they're. I think people are liking two two people podcasts. What do you mean, like a co-host? No, meaning like you and one more person. No. What do you mean? Why are you laughing at me? I'm just no, asking. When I had like Brad and John Heffron on, they were both, they love two people, I think. Oh, you and two other people. Yeah, like I, two people guests. Yeah, two people guests. Uh, so we're going to focus on some two people guests, some interesting one people guests. I want Joe Coy on really bad. 
Um, I had a good podcast with him, but I think I freaked him out. You have to have Dr. Drew on. Oh, Dr. Drew, and we'll get his wife on, and we'll do yeah, a foursies. Yeah, we'll do four-way. Yeah, who else would you like to hear on the podcast, Leanne? Who would I like to hear on the yeah. podcast? Um, I don't know. Think about that. I don't know. Yeah? Yeah. Ira Glass? Well. <laughs> All the people you sure. listen to. Sure. <laughs> I don't know what you would talk to Ira Glass about. Like, what would you talk to him about? Just anything? His podcast. His podcast? <laughs> yeah, just talk about his podcast the whole time. Oh, I don't want to. I, I would you that. stop picking your foot? I'm not picking my foot. Bullshit. Don't say that on the podcast. Why? You're picking your foot and it's just landing on my couch. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's my couch, too. It's my couch. It's in the man cave. Whatever. Are you happy with your renovation? I'm very happy with the renovation. Do you feel proud? I'm very proud. Do you feel like you earned it? I did earn it. Is this, a, is this a source energy for you? Hell yeah. Really? Yes. I love our house now. You know, I... Now? Um, I loved it before, but I really... It function. You know, I... You don't live here every day. I live here every day. And the things that frustrated me about our house before we remodeled it never bothered you because you weren't here and didn't have to he deal with that. Yeah. Like the lack of closet space where I had clothes in our closet and in our linen closet in the hallway and in some chest drawers in the living room. You know, that after five years, I was like, I'm tired of going to like four different rooms to get my clothes, which yeah. for you, that didn't really affect you. You had everything in one space and then you were always traveling. Yeah. So I think... It has changed for you, obviously, but yeah. it has really changed for me. It's changed for the girls, too. Yeah. I'll tell you what I don't like is that you can't just yell and someone's in the next room and hears you. I know. It is a bit annoying because if I'm on the toilet, you come in the back door, Leanne, and I go, yeah, Leanne, yeah, and then you start getting panicky, Leanne, and I'm like, I'm on the fucking toilet i'm on the toilet if i'm not answering from the front part of the house maybe you should think maybe she's on the toilet how fucking weird is isla she's a weirdo man fucking tonight she's so funny she's really she only went ice skating to fall no i well maybe partly what happens for her the fall is what fucking was making her laugh yes is, and is she laying just on wants ice. to laugh so she is a hoot. She just is a funny kid. Just, She's naturally really funny. And sometimes she means to be funny. And sometimes she has no idea she's being funny. I like when she's not doesn't know she's being funny. She what did she say tonight at the dinner table? She said, she goes, uh, oh, that's a pot calling the kettle black. Wait, who's the kettle? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, who's the kettle? She's been saying that that's the pot calling the kettle black all fucking week. But she says it whenever you would need any analogy. That's what yeah, she throws in. Out of context. Like, these are jumbo shrimp. She's like, well, that's calling the kettle black. Yeah, exactly. Black. It doesn't even match what's going on. Fucking. She just likes that she says the little catchphrase. Yeah. She is a funny kid. Um. All right, guys. That's about 50 minutes. I apologize if it's not everything you want it to be, but it's me and my wife catching up in the man cave, hanging out. I'm exhausted. I am dehydrated. I am tired, physically exhausted. I've run probably... I would, I would venture to say close to close to about seventy miles, eighty miles this week. So, uh, so um, tune in if you haven't already. Go listen to the Rogan's podcast with the weigh-ins. 
and uh, check that out. Do you have anything you want to promote? Uh, yeah. Bird has a show in Boston. At the Wilbur Theater. At the Wilbur Theater. January 21st. January I'm in Stress 21st. Factory this weekend. Yep. And uh, I'll be doing Opie Radio. I'll be doing, um, I think Kevin Brennan and I are going to get together and try to do a podcast. You know who Kevin Brennan is? Yes. Do you? I think so. Take a guess. I think he was on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> he wrote for Saturday Night Live. Okay, see? I think he wrote for Saturday Night Live for a season. Um, he was going to be Weekend Update guy for a second because he came in and like kind of ran his set. Well, are you impressed that I knew he was affiliated you, but you, Actually, you were, you were wrong. Cause I, it's, I am almost certain that what he did on Saturday Night Live, you would have no clue that he did on Saturday Night Live. But that's pretty good, though. It's a good Maybe guess. I was connected guess. to my source energy and it was ESP. Yes. Um, Bert. No, he was Kevin Brennan lived next door to Johnny and Mickey. Uh, Johnny and Johnny Hobson's. John Michelle. John Michelle. He lived. His family grew up next to them. Oh, okay, very and cool. He's got a brother. You've met his brother Neil. Yes, I and, have. Met uh, his but brother Kevin's now. his older brother. Kevin's the first guy I met in comedy. Okay. So yeah. So hopefully, uh, hopefully I'll do a podcast with him. He said he, he could come out to Jersey. I think he lives in Jersey. Awesome. Um, but I'll be in Jersey this weekend, and then and then I'm in San Diego the weekend after that. Do you know that? No. Yeah, I guess I could drive. Oh, you're. Fucking god what? damn it! What's wrong? Nothing. Oh, that's the weekend. Nothing. Just drop it. Yeah. Well, I I do have something to promote. What? Girl Scout cookies go on sale the first week in February. <laughs> so if you guys want Girl Scout cookies, hit up my wife Leanne. Uh, only if you're local. All right, I'm gonna get back on the treadmill and then go to bed. Okay, I'm going to bed. Okay. Love you, baby. I love you, too. Hey, I love you guys, too. Have a great week. Uh, if this fat shaming thing is inspiring you to get in shape, definitely send me those tweets. I love those tweets. And send me that on Instagram and on Facebook. Oh, and check out the machine video on Facebook. It's gone viral. It's uh, at 12 million views right now. So uh, so thank you, everyone, for watching it. And if you share it, thanks again. I appreciate that you share it. So uh, I'll see you guys on the road. I'll see you guys on Rogan's tomorrow. Um, God bless. Godspeed. I love you, Leanne. Love you, too. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.